I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I've been fucked over, left for dead, dissed and forgotten. Look ran out, they hoped that I'd been gone, stiff and rotten. Y'all just pissed on me, shit on me, spit on my grave. Uh, talk about me, laugh behind my back, but in my face. Y'all some well-wishing bitches, friendly, acting the envy, hiding snakes. With your hands out for money, man. How much can I take? Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod Ed. Karen, she killed that. I know, that was like a lot of bars, too. Like, I almost didn't give her that many bars, but I said, you know. Yeah, Somebody Elba. with a lyrical background such as MC Peanut would never back down from a challenge. Ever. And uh, she blew it out the water. Who are we talking about? I don't know. I haven't even introduced her yet. Um, but that voice you should be familiar with. Um, if you listen to our show, she's been a guest uh quite a few times at this point yes um, if you uh listen to her podcast you might know her voice uh the black sexy geeky and mental podcast or the bgsm battle i mean bsgm battlestar galactica miniseries um or battlestar galactica movie if you didn't know anything about battlestar galactica <laughs> Um, like I didn't when I came up with that. Um, but, uh, you can, um, also find her on Twitter at Amber P. Um, uh, 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 uh. oh wait, at Amber Podcast. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, the P stands for podcast. And, uh, it's Amber Podcast. Right, right here, uh, on the show. Hey, Amber, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Uh, how you been, man? It's been, uh, been a while since we talked. Well, how have I been? I've been okay. I've been okay doing some adventures. I was on stage. I got to do a show. That was fun. Cool. The comedy show or burlesque? Yes. No, it was a comedy-ish show. Mm -hmm. It was based on uh, Steve Urkel when he became Stefan Urkel. And it was about your inner cool. And it was a bunch of black comics talking about blurred stuff and it Mm -hmm. was really cool and really fun and I did black chick watching and I didn't take out the part about how there are minus points when a black guy is with a white girl on TV. Mm. Silence. I was like, I don't care. I'm keeping it in. Now on to a joke. <laughs> silence, <But>. from, <laughs> silence from the black people there. Silence from the white people. Silence from everybody. From everybody. It was it wasn't a comedy routine per se but it was fun and i used i'm black y'all as my intro music mm. so it was fun i liked it it makes me want to go up again so i'm exploring some more like storytelling type stuff Oh, that's dope. I'm excited. But that should have known what was up when you played I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and black and I'm black, y'all. They should have had. Um, also, like, um, was anybody able to understand black chick watching? I feel like, um, black chick watching for some people seems to be difficult for them to grasp because I follow you on Facebook and I can see, like, some of the uh yeah, they don't response the to when you're like well i didn't like this thing and then people are like but i like that show and it's like well that's not the fucking point yeah i mean i have no idea since mm-hmm. it was a comedy show um but hopefully it resonated like oh, i knew it was bad when at the beginning okay nerds you know don't don't you know have your head explode but who is the female avenger from the movie uh the black widow 
There you go. So um, Black Widow, I had to do some research and it was a room full of geeks because it was mm-hmm. like at a comic book store. And I was like, does she have special powers? Because one of the black chick watching things is, is there a chick who has like special powers, even though she's normal and doesn't have magic? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to make sure that she wasn't a mutant. Mm-hmm. It was just a tiny Scarlett Johansson beating up Russian mobsters. Yeah. And so I was like, that's a thing for me. You know, these white ladies, blah, 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 blah. And I held up my hand to my shoulder and I was like, she's like this big. And this guy was like, she's not that small. Come the fuck on. Really? That's yeah. the game we're playing? She's so no, small. No, she's the Hulk. She's the female Hulk. Get out of right. here. She fought, yeah. the, she fought the Hulk in that movie and lived. Like, she is uh about 101 pounds. Yes, she is. And she was beating up grown ass men like the whole time. Now, I mean, good for her, obviously, but yeah, she doesn't have any special powers. She's oh, no. uh, Natasha Romanov, just a Russian spy who's just really good at being a Russian spy. So yeah, I get oh, you. Yeah. You get that. I get that. Then there's the rest of the world. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to keep the fighting a good fight, man. Spreading the message. I feel like black chick watching is important, and we need it. You know, uh, sometimes when I watch stuff, I'm like, oh, it was doing so good, but Amber's, exactly. Amber's not gonna like this. They can't hold the <laughs> uh, It was funny, man. Um, I normally don't really uh, talk to people on Facebook that much. Like, they can come talk to me, but I try to stay out of people's business because um, I do too. You never really know what's going on with people. Like I reached out to, on, to somebody yesterday, and it backfired on um, Twitter. She oh. was like, she made a joke. I mean, she was saying something serious, like you know, I think it was like black men who embrace the oppression uh, and misogyny of, of white culture are just as you know complicit in you know the oppression of women. And I was like, and I retweeted because I agree. I was like, yeah. It's a lot of people that are just like, I'm a black man, so it's different when I oppress you. And I was like, it, you know, that is pretty fucked up. And then Ty Diamond, like, responded oh, to no. both of us with a joke. Uh, and it was such an obvious joke. And it was something like, you know, like, you know, yeah, baby, I'm going to have to oppress you or something like that. And so <laughs> That sounded about like him. Right. So I replied to Ty and I was like, yeah, why don't you come oppress your body up against mine? LOL. <laughs> and then she was like, this is exactly the problem. I was like, God damn. I don't even, why'd I even say anything to oh, anyone? God. She didn't oh get God. Show, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She was mad. I even, I even apologized. Like, my bad dog. I didn't even know you were doing a stream of consciousness thing. It was just an offhanded joke. I, why do you follow me? Why are we friends? Yes. I thought you knew. Did I joke? Yeah. Come on now. But, um, yeah. So I, you know, I normally don't reach out, but I saw you talking about, Louie, which is uh, a show that I I, I love, I want to say, but I also like it. it, it I, it's almost like Caribbean enthusiasm for me where like I love it, but it makes me feel like really tense the entire time I watch it yeah. because it's just so like icky kind of. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. Yes. Yes. It's dark. It's very, yeah. it's very dark. Yeah, because very matter of fact comedy kind of. Yeah. Uh, you and, see it coming, and it's just a slow descent into. Yes. It's, it's like every bad thing situation that can happen happens to Louis, and even the episodes where something's going good, it only means it will completely crash. Uh, yeah, it's a bigger setup for disaster. Right, and um, you were bringing up how uh you think he has a problem with women as far as uh and probably throughout all this comedy but you know in the context of the show because 
pretty much every woman on there is presented as like a nag or a set of problems. Yeah, or stuck up. Just yeah. the way. It, okay, so I just did a black chick watching on it because I was just there was too much. So the the problem was. I forgot because I went mm. on that tangent and kind of did a mini plug. Tangent. What was I saying? Um, we were talking wow. about, uh, you did a black chick watching on um, Louis because uh, you realized that it had some issues with women being leaders. Oh, stuck yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it was. Is I think that the he writes the women the way a lot of men see women mm-hmm. you know what i mean as opposed to even things that women would actually say because they are and he obviously thinks that we're just frosty mean mm-hmm. ball busters and that the men can be charming and witty and awkward and lovable and then today before the show like 20 minutes ago i was watching an episode where it's called like daddy's girlfriend and he had a really sweet woman um maria bamford the yes. comedian yeah and she she's weird she's the one who does voices in real life she's crazy like me mm-hmm. point to a little tidbit there but she got her act together but anyway so she was really sweet and she was weird but she was so lovable and odd but it was it was sweet and then the lady he meets in the bookstore i'm sure she's gonna like murder somebody oh my god you finally got to that that is oh I sorry i haven't seen the second half i won't spoil it but yeah. that when we talked yesterday i was like so did he meet like i didn't want to spoil anything i was just like yeah. he does have issues with the women how far are you <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's i like to say he's he's never left the stoop yeah. you know what i mean he knows what kind of people he knows and you know god love him but my only thing i mean it's interesting to see in his head it's as a character study it's good uh my only thing is people who have these character studies who have never left the stoop keep getting tv deals right i'm looking at you miss dunham that's her name right yeah lena dunham yeah yeah fuck um, her you know that- she never has success again in her life fuck her. <laughs> i so don't like that bitch. you know the thing about um about louis um even i guess to an extent lena dunham too for me is um they both seem to hate themselves like mm. they seem so, kind of self-aware of how fucking petty their life's problems are and how ain't shit they are um <laughs> because they do write these shows you know which mm-hmm. to me like is um not to be cliche but it is kind of like the strength of comedy or like the bravery in comedy is like mm-hmm. really taking a hard look at yourself there's a mm-hmm. one of the beginning episodes of louis where he gets infatuated with the black cashier and and like follows her all the way home on the train and all this stuff and essentially is he like you go through all these emotions and fantasies in his head but essentially you get to the end you realize it's just a fetish thing for him and he just was cool with fucking any black chick that (laughs) day and it was and and it's such a like and it goes off after that and it's kind of like yeah i ain't shit all right well you know, like, see you next week, Back guys. Life. I'm, I'm still not shit. I won't be shit next week and I'll be not shit in a different way. Um, and I kind of like, I think that's the only reason I can watch the shows is because they don't worship themselves, you know? Yeah, that would be a thing. Cause I'm always rooting for him. Yeah. I'm always pulling. I don't think that he's, I don't know. I think he's just, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Not broken, but he's just so. I just go oh yeah, every Lena, episode. Like Lena Dunham, <laughs> I root against because um, she. Uh, but she allows us to root against her because her character has no redeeming qualities, and none of the <laughs> none of the girls in the crew of girls have any redeeming po- qualities. So I just watch it every week, and I'm like, ooh, more bad shit is gonna happen. That guy's gonna cheat on you. You're gonna fucking get a disease. Like all that stuff yeah. is good to me. But with <laughs> Louis, I really think that um the reason that the women are so like um calling him out on his shit is because he really ain't shit, man. Like he ain't shit. I don't know how anybody would ever be able to deal, deal with, with him that and put yeah, up with and that. stay positive. I, I hear you, but. In theory, mm-hmm. a guy like that might not have any friends either, but he right. wrote in his friends being awesome and treating him like a person and being silly and, you know, kind of joshing around with him. And th- it doesn't have to be this, you know, mother, right. this, you know, maternal, weird, oppressive energy that female energy brings. Right. There can be so many other ways to balance, but in his life, yeah, it's, it's just been these women coming down on him. Also, <laughs> like, I would hate to play one of his friends because his friends ain't shit either. Like, <laughs> as, like, all his friends have, like, horrible redeeming qualities too. Like, they're mm-hmm. all bitter about his success. Uh, if, if, if they give him credit for it at all, um, they're all like lonely ass comedians that hang out and play cards together mm-hmm. and talk shit to each other, to each other's faces. And like, mm-hmm. it's just so, it's such an awkward show, but I love it. But it's so <laughs> awkward. I don't know yeah. what it is, but yeah, yeah I was glad Talking to share it. Um, anyway, man, um, th- so how is, uh, Cat Williams doing? Oh, he's doing great. He's a pain in my ass. I got him so that he would be a lap cat, mm-hmm. but um, turns out he is chilling. Yeah, he is. That's what he does all day. Um, so that he'd be a lap cat, and he's a hunter, so we have no more mice. But mm, uh, that's good. He does not snuggle with me. I have to like reluctantly get him when he's sleeping. Because. Mm. <laughs> But um, he's sweet, and my parents love him. They treat him like a grandson. They're like, oh, look at this cute thing he did. Alphonse, come here. Look at this cute thing. Watch how he plays with this. It's like, okay. It makes everybody happy, so that's good. Is that and, the best uh, part of owning yeah. a cat? What? Is that the him playing with stuff in front of your friends? Is that the best part of owning a cat? <laughs> um, the, the joy that he brings does help, and, you know, when he can't get away, when he's too exhausted to run away, it is nice to pet him. And I like taking care of him. Like, I got, this is so ridiculous, but whatever, it's me. Like, I went to get him kitty litter mm. and food yesterday, and that felt good. It's like, I'm taking care of a sentient being. Like, that makes me happy. I'm glad I can take responsibility for something in my yeah. life. And it, it felt really good. So, yeah. I like having him. And uh, he's a cutie pie. And he's lucky he's not at the fucking pound. I don't think he gets that, but whatever. <laughs> Do you take a lot of pictures of your cat? Because I don't see no. a cat all over the place like I would expect. I'm I'm self-conscious about that, mm. about being that girl. And it's horrible. It's a horrible trait. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be that girl, you know, the cat on the phone girl. Yeah, well, I feel a little, I feel a little let down. That you're not <laughs> taking pictures of this, this adorable cat. Oh, I feel like you're not sharing not with cat us. cat lady. 
um i mean just you know Karen. a few snaps it doesn't you don't have to get out of control with it you know just maybe like one a week you know just with adorable cat a things week? yeah oh, one a week that's that's not a lot is it is that a lot i don't know how I many no i thought you were gonna be like take seven and put them up for the rest no of your I, I mean i'm only saying that because you're apprehensive about being a cat lady i could take a picture a day quite honestly um but you don't have to worry about any stigma yeah well i mean yeah no 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 i mean i could watch i could look at your pic the picture of the cat every day oh yeah me too and yeah. i have a problem with i don't it. want a cat i would never own a cat Mm-mm. they're they're yes, terrible people no <laughs> cats are like they make you earn their love as opposed to dogs who just give love so i know yeah, cat, cat, if it weren't so much responsibility man yeah, yeah cats really look at you like uh where you rolling up on me like they pay the bills yeah cats are like I know. barely thankful and shit you know like they'll come over and like rub your leg like once a month to be like all right dog i did that now feed me for another <laughs> month um, and, yeah. he, and that's their way of marking you it's not even right. like affection it's not even cool like they do that shit no. when people come over like hey motherfucker this is my owner i own this person <laughs> yeah uh my uh relatives own animals like pets like cats and dolls and they've had animals for years and like their cats would like freak me the hell out because especially if i go with like shorts and i don't realize that uh the cat is like up underneath the table and it just like run his fur and see i don't have nothing furry around me so i like at first i was just start panicking like what the fuck is that and would just like start panicking they was like oh that's just the cat i was like god damn you should have told me yeah i kind of would love to see that my favorite animals are fish they stay in their oh. tank they only interact when they interact it with and uh they eat and they're very thankful of you you know they, they're they pretty cool i i prefer them and then they die quick in a sanitary fashion you know you just and, scoop uh, them out and, uh, flush them down the, the betas toilet. commit suicide or will kill each other yeah uh i like that too we had a uh killer serial killer fish at one point uh my dad <laughs> oh shit yeah my dad took fish from a pond that he it, it was like bass and crappy and stuff mm-hmm. that he caught and instead of cleaning them and eating them like we normally do uh oh, he no. decided not to fry some of those bad boys up and instead put them in the fish tank okay um and he would feed, feed them minnows and stuff like that what he did not calculate is that these fish are very territorial and Uh-oh. when no longer presented with a big ass lake um and instead just oh. a few feet of water oh they decided that uh that was not enough space <laughs> and um every night they were like he probably had like six or seven of these big fish in there <gasps> and then he put these minnows in there and like you know the minnows were all squinting to like one corner like, you know, like, let's hang out over here. And the fish would never eat the minnows in front of us. But every night we go to bed, we wake up, all the minnows would be gone. And <gasps> one of the big fish would always be like dead because someone would have bitten off its tail and it'd just oh. be floating with a dead tail, like a bad tail. Like, oh, so they would fight each other. Yeah. But it was like one fish though. It wasn't like, uh, like it would always be one. It was like a murder mystery. You know how they like, <laughs> You Who turn off, it? Yeah, like you turn off the lights and then you turn it back on. It's like, oh no, Jenkins is dead. Dun dun dun. Yeah. And oh. <laughs> finally, there was just like two fish left, and um, and then that that last night, you know, it killed it, and I was like, we have a serial killer fish. Like <laughs> it was just taking everybody the, out. The last fish left in the tank it was is the, the baddest, the baddest motherfucker in the fish tank, dog. You're guilty. Eat it. 
right i was scared to eat it i was like y'all eat that shit it might have some i might turn into a killer or some shit maybe that's how it happens <laughs> ah! this is delicious oh man i want to eat you but uh yeah so um serious and the cat's fish. name is blink um well i thought about that right we decided to vote on the cat's name i believe oh. you didn't agree to it but I um i feel like i can call a cat whatever i want because it doesn't know anything I'm about to say, i like cat williams um well today it's cat williams tomorrow it'll be cat dennings okay you know so i, I like to i like to mix it up a little bit and uh you know you know as you wish yeah i mean i'll probably never meet this cat so it, it probably doesn't care um but uh yeah it's the blackout test podcast guys you can find us at the blackout com. you go itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we promise to read them on the show regardless of content yes, um, sir. whether you like or hate the show uh you can also do stuff like go to the blackout com, vote in the polls um uh leave comments in the polls leave comments on the episodes like there's a bunch of ways to interact and to uh have your voice heard uh you can do stuff like email us uh leave voicemail 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 and uh we'll read those throughout the uh you know throughout uh throughout the feedback show on saturday the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and now shipping in time for wait a minute i got a thing <laughs> go ahead now shipping in time for christmas or if you're a heathen the holidays mm-hmm or if you're jewish hanukkah what do you ah! have any it, it passed but that's okay my my um i know it's over but my um <laughs> my my one of my best friends he married a jewish woman mm-hmm. and um he has like a catholic background even though he doesn't go to church and stuff and they were saying like well what's your daughter gonna get for christmas and he's like oh probably might get her some stuff or whatever i don't know because it's like you know they're this cross religious thing Mm -hmm. and i was like you know if you really want your daughter to be uh christian um it would be pretty easy at this age she's only like four or so so she doesn't really have like long-term reasoning and thinking skills yet so what he should do is like this christmas he should buy himself all of the toys she wants oh, and just tell her that, that she can't have them because she is Jewish and they don't celebrate oh. Christmas. And these are tell daddy's her to go toys. Get her Hanukkah gifts. Yeah. You like you know, toys. Yeah. Here's your dreidel. Yeah. You, you play with this. You, you spin this top and I'm going to go play door Explorer. Yes. Here's a lighter. Go light the candle for every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Here's a menorah. And I'm gonna um go over here. Here's some uh gefilte fish and um <laughs> Come on, what is g- this? give another Jewish food. Go on, um, go on. I would, man. Um I, I can't uh, think of anything else. And bagels. Yeah. Mo- and I'm done. The, yeah, the most ma- I know is Lahim. Matzo balls. Man- you can get some wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. I got yeah. nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I'm for snicking up, whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I think, I think he should do that and then she'll, she'll easily switch to Christmas next year. Like, oh, that's, he just has to do it one time. Like, once you see all the presents and commercialization that Christ was about, how can you possibly oh, turn Lord. it down? So I, anyway, it's foolproof plan. Uh, but yeah, this is what I got to the podcast and we are sponsored today. Uh, we are sponsored by Adam and Eve. Um, Adam and Eve, uh, maker of such fine products as vibrators, dildos, and other things that go on your vagina 
or on your penis, such as condoms and stuff like that. Um, let and me lube. find, mm-hmm, and lubrication. Let me find some sexy music. Let me see what I got here. Is this sexy enough? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Karen must have recognized it right away. That's the best thing about Neil Soul music. You can't never learn the words because they're not saying any. Oh, no. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or an adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three, count them, three free adult DVDs. It doesn't matter how many times you place this order. You can always check that box, get three free adult DVDs and a free extra gift that is so fucking sensual. Even Maxwell can't tell you what it is. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping, which is the best kind of shipping on your entire order. And it gets there so fast. I used it twice last week. And I, they were there within like three or four days. And this is the Christmas season, guys. People are sending all kinds of packages all over the place. But uh, my pornography came right on time to the uh, leasing office where I had to go pick it up. And I was like, I hope she didn't hold that package because you can kind of tell there's lube inside of there. <laughs> but she did seem very excited about giving me that package. So check out AdamandEve.com <laughs> today for this special offer. Surprising. I hope your wife enjoys this. Uh, you know what though? That was the first time she's, cause normally I'm like, yeah, I have a package for 11-11. She was like, you sure do. And I was like, oh my. Uh-huh. <laughs> How big was that bottle? Go <laughs> get 50% off one item. I mean, go big. You're getting 50% off. You should get a bottle that is like the size of a Jergens thing of lotion. Like, why not? Yeah. You're then, getting, the more bigger you yeah. say, the bigger you spend, the more you save. That's um, true too. So get your 50% off. Go to TBG, put your, uh, go to adamandeve.com, put in the code TBGWT, and you get your 50% off, you get your three free DVDs, you get your free extra gift and free shipping. That's yep. TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Yep, and let your pretty wings fly. Mm-hmm. Some of them have wings on. Yes, so they do. And they will make you feel like you're flying. <laughs> All right. Let us talk about podcasting things, guys. Um, so I was thinking like, uh, by the way, Amber, you are the guest, the first guest of the next 600 shows. We, this is episode 601 officially. Yesterday, yesterday was 600. I didn't even realize that. I didn't either. We don't pay that no attention. We just be trucking. Mm-hmm. This is another day, another dollar. That's how I look at it. Yep. But, um, yeah, you're officially episode 601's One. guest. So, uh, it's, it's pretty cool, man. You landmark guest here. Um, I was thinking of ways to get away with street harassment because this is the kind of thing that I do. Um, <laughs> I feel like street harassment has gotten a really bad rap lately. Um, and it definitely seems like such a pretty woman privilege. Okay, as a masculist, uh, I feel like uh, <laughs> we should be getting more street harassment, and it's not happening. And I think ladies need to step up and do their part. Fine, whatever. But um, <laughs> I think if you just find the right situations, you can get away with street harassment, and it's absolutely fine. That's the problem. People just keep doing it on the street. And unwanted times. Well, even if it's not wanted, you just need to be able to get away with it. Like, I'm going to go down to Goodwill or Salvation Army, and then when, like, people go and, like, empty their cars and take the contents, 
into the Salvation Army, if it's a good looking woman, I'll be like, hey, girl, you got a whole lot of junk in that trunk. And they'll be like, is he talking about? And I'm like, I'm the trunk, I'm trying to help. You know, I'm just trying to help you get this out of your trunk if you, unless you want it to mean something else. Or you can go to like uh, McDonald's and you'd be like, hey, girl, can I get some fries with that shake? Um, on my order, please. I'd like to upgrade <laughs> ah! uh, to a shake, please. Uh, what is the upcharge on that? You know, but if it, you know, that's if it doesn't work. You just have an out that you're not really a pervert. Obviously, you're just a guy that likes shakes and fries. Duh. Okay. So you I guys are, you. yeah, you guys are welcome. You know, um, if you go to the, to the aisle in the grocery store, you can be like, that must be jam, cause jelly don't shake like that. And you, <laughs> it was like, well, I was talking about that Smuckers, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> you like some on your biscuit? Right. <laughs> uh, alright, man. Uh, another See, thing. I, I can't think. I've been trying to, I got nothing. Uh, of street harassment? Yeah, I'll figure out something in, in three days. Okay. Let you know. <laughs> <laughs> put it on my Facebook wall, and, uh, we'll put a pin in it, and we'll come back. Um, I was also thinking how uh you guys know where in all the vampire movies they always have the vampires are afraid of garlic. They hate garlic. Oh, it's the worst. Well, Which I is, ain't no vampire because I love garlic. But when I was thinking about it, like of the weaknesses of vampires, that seems to be like the most out of place, right? Because you have sunlight. Mm-hmm. Which sunlight seems like it would kill something dark and evil that can only exist at night. That seems True. legit. You have a stake through the heart. A stake through the heart would kill a normal person. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. You know, even like silver bullets or something in some vampire fantasies, you can kill them with that. Like, I get all of that. You know, holy water. They're evil creatures. You throw some holy water on them. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like garlic was just thrown in kind of like the commercialism for Christmas. Where it's like someone had a surplus of garlic and they were just like, how the fuck are we going to sell all this garlic? Uh, it's the Middle Ages. There's no Internet. There's no fucking Wikipedia. Oh, no. No one can test our facts. They don't even know if there's a fucking vampire. <laughs> we're just going to tell them if you have garlic in your house, vampires will pass you up. You know, Sick them people. Yeah. Vampires probably love garlic. They're probably fucking like, mm, these people are seasoned. But <laughs> but instead, they just I like my garlic minced. Yeah, how many people died in the hands of vampire holding up a clove of garlic, and they're just like, "Damn, you don't get that shit out of my, my face." face. <laughs> mm, you'd be better off bringing onions. Yeah, that is delicious. Then they'd cry, right? <laughs> right, with blood, cry, tears of blood. Um, but yeah, so and I was thinking also the the reason that this makes sense because I don't think vampires really exist. The reason I think this makes sense cool. is. Because what if that person who also had the surplus in garlic stock probably also had a surplus in steaks and they spelled it wrong. And that's how we came up with you can kill them with steaks and garlic. And people are like, oh, my God, I'm going to get all the can I buy all the garlic, please? And like, don't you want to buy some of these steaks, too? Uh, The sign said S-T-A-K-E-S. Ah! what oh bless <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my goodness listen guys i have some cow manure from what i understand fertilizer keeps away vampires mm-hmm. so buy my That's shit you get literally <laughs> cover yourself in this bullshit 
Um, that's all I think. Straight from the bull. He's out back. Right. Um, another thing I was thinking about too. This is uh, one of my genius ideas that I'm pretty sure somebody's probably already doing, but fuck it. I haven't seen it. Um, you know what I hate about cooking? Uh, I mean, well, I like to cook, but I hate kind of the process of cooking, right? And it's not the whole process, but certain parts of the process. Amber, do you uh, like to cook? I think I've heard you say that you don't like to cook that much or you don't. Cook um, I would if I knew what I was doing. Okay. I'm just. It's a bit overwhelming, right? Unforgivably yeah, bad. It can be. It can be overwhelming. All right. And I came up with an idea that I think can simplify a lot of stuff. And I don't know why anybody's not doing it. Pre-chopped vegetables. Like fresh vegetables. Oh, yeah. Like you go in, mm-hmm. instead of just buying like a bell pepper, they chop it for, they have like a sous chef prepared the, the ingredients. And now I just come home and throw them all together as opposed to, you know, having to cover it myself. Cause you know, that can be a little bit intimidating and I don't see they, it in my fresh fruit section when I go in there. They, like they don't have pre-chopped julienned onions you, or. You know what they, they actually do. You have yeah. to go to the fancy smancy place. They actually got a exactly. place off Whole of South Boulevard that actually does that. Where I get a lot of some natural stuff I use, and they mm-hmm. have like a pre uh, a, a person that actually you can actually get like a meal pre prepared, or you can mm-hmm. actually get it fully cooked, whichever you choose. Oh well, I've no, I'm the, oh, go ahead. I've seen it at Whole Foods. They have little packages, and some of them will have like three colors of peppers, or some will have like the stew. And it's got mushrooms and peppers and baby corn and uh yeah. Well, like they have pre-chopped bell peppers and shit. Cause I'm talking like, you yeah. know, whatever because like sometimes it'll be in the instructions and it'll say like Julian needs onions. I'm like, I don't know how, what the fuck that <laughs> not a Julian and onion. I know how to chop an onion up, but <laughs> I don't know how to chop it into Julian's. <laughs> That's a, this is why I hate cooking. That's a, uh Oh, that's a specific uh, technique, and the only reason why hell right. I know it is is by watching the cooking channel. Right, but wouldn't it be cool if you could just buy them that way? Like, I'll just go buy some Julian onions and that save myself some time. You know, I don't know. People in chat are saying they there's like these spots where they have them. Apparently, some people are saying Walmart. If you buy your produce from Walmart, Walmart, though, I mean, aren't you kind of that shit gonna yeah. spoil for you? Get home? Aren't you kind of asking for like Lyme disease or whatever the fuck is in that shit? Like, that's not. <laughs> There's no good reason to, like, even when I was the brokest, I'd rather buy Hot Pockets than produce from Walmart. It's the same diseases it's going to give you. Um, yeah, I feel like Walmart vegetables just come with high blood pressure. You just open it ah! and, like, MSG <laughs> pops out. And they have to have a low sodium version. <laughs> I'd like some light cucumbers, please. Um, but, yeah, all right. Well, I want to look into this, guys. I want to see if I can find some julian uh onions uh pre-chopped at uh the grocery store now man you guys have convinced me well don't feel bad i didn't know what the hell a dutch oven was for a very very long time Mm -hmm. and i used to read recipes and they were like yes yes use a dutch oven and i used to get angry i'd be like god damn it these recipes sound good but i don't have a goddamn dutch oven Turned out we own the Dutch oven. Yes, the hell we do own the Dutch oven. And mm-hmm. I felt like an idiot once I realized it's just that's the name of a particular type of pot and not a goddamn oven. You should explain that. Mm-hmm. 
What is it? What is it? I mean, I know. It's like a, like, it's, I think it's the just, audience wants to know. It looks just like a big brown pot, man. It's not, it's not, it's just like a pot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a particular <laughs> type. It's, it's like a particular type of pot that has like a tight fitting lid mm-hmm. and, and it cooks like an oven, uh, like, like kind of similar to it, even though it's not an oven. I guess the way it conducts heat, they call it a Dutch oven. So I literally was like, I don't have this particular type of oven. I realized they was um, talking about a particular type of pot. Um, another thing I was thinking, I was watching pornography as I want to do at times. And, um, I was thinking like the descriptions for porn are, they concentrate too much on physical stuff and they don't really get into like stuff that I think I would be interested in, like the mental aspects of porn, you know, like, um, what about the people in the porn and what they're into? Like, I would like to see descriptions that say stuff like, uh, Busty Milf, who voted for Mitt Romney, ah! has sex with man with bad credit or something like that. Like, oh, I feel like much info. it brings a lot more to the scene. You know, like, what is their motivation in these scenes? You know, like, I, I've seen the pizza guy several times. I get why he's oh, there. Oh, so you want a little bit more background story? Yeah, and it's like two people just having sex. Like, the, the best ones used to be on, um, it's one of the reasons that I like the hood, uh, amateur site because, the descriptions are much more vivid and detailed, and they add. Oh my lord! Yeah, it's like Melvin's they're baby the- mama. Say that again. I'm sorry, and Amber. Oh, I was just saying they are absolutely the best, mm-hmm. and you would think that it's made up and it's totally real, right? Like, oh my god, it's the best. Uh, and like the answering of the phone, and like someone mm-hmm. saying, "Jerry this one girl in the answered the phone and said, "Hi, mom," mm-hmm. and they didn't stop, and like the the kids ah! in the background like you ever watch porn and try to figure out what's on the tv you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. like i'll turn it up city. i'll turn it up and be like hold up man let me put my dick down what the fuck are they watching i love what it a nor'easter is coming through apparently right <laughs> black people watch the news a lot more than we're giving credit for by the way oh yeah that shit is on in every fucking amateur hood porn it'd be like the hoodest hood hood of people and in the background, there will be like Anderson Cooper's doing right. <laughs> it's like we'll be right back with Melissa Harris Perry, and you're watching the, the, the Nerdland or some shit. Yeah. Like, wow, black people are really informed. I don't yeah. know. We don't get enough credit, man. No, no wonder we all vote Democrat. We fucking know our shit. Um, but anyway, if it's, I love it, it. yeah, if it's not, I, I, was, that, I thought of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Amber. I was. Th- I thought of one. Uh, tentative milf and. Uh, a cuckold scene with like tentative milf and overcompensating husband that secretly resents her. <laughs> oh my oh. god! Mm-hmm. I yeah, envious husband watches milf get plowed by seven dudes on a basketball team. Like something like that <laughs> would be like you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, I, you know, I kind of like like the mental part. Like I saw this really hot um like uh. I don't normally watch girl solo scenes, but I I saw this one that was really hot. Um, It was a girl who went to church and then filmed herself masturbating in the church. And I was I was watching it like a reality show. Like I was waiting for someone to come in and be like, "What are you doing here?" And like run out with all them ass and titties and shit. But no, like she totally went to town on herself and she like had a rosary and she prayed and everything oh my god it was so good and i was like this is the most evil thing that has ever turned me on <laughs> like, this, this, this lady does not give a fuck 
Like that, that's oh, the kind of thing, man. You need some mental stimulation, man. You can't just be watching two people just slap skin, man. You gotta get yourself in there, man. Get involved, guys. So. Oh, so you want recently laid off dad? Mm-hmm. That will work. Yeah. That will work. Man who just needs, who's just down on his luck. Just <laughs> homeless man. Longs for the, a woman's touch in the cold, <laughs> cruel world. Man who had a terrible day at work. <laughs> has has passionate sex with the maid like that would be cool with me <laughs> but uh yeah so you guys gotta mix it up a bit um all right and this is my last thing before we get into these articles um i went to buy some gatorade on my way home because i went to the gym or whatever and mm-hmm. i was like gotta re- replenish my electrolytes bro um and uh <laughs> and i parked the car to go go in and i've probably passed these fucking things a thousand times but who buys the sodas at the outside of the gas station? Somebody does. Cause then them shits be so hot. They stay outside all, all day. day. Like, all night. Don't nobody steal them shit. No one steals them. People <laughs> won't even steal the gas station sodas. But who pays for them? Somebody does. I feel like those sodas have been there since like 1963. There should be like a new uh, Coke in there. <laughs> a fucking Pepsi, the clear Pepsi should be in there. Let me tell you who pays Seven for that. Seven up with the spot. I know who pays for that. The soda companies. They must. I like, mean, like they literally just paid. They was surplus. like, they was like, where's where's the best spot to push this outside? Let's put them out there. The, the there must be no carbonation in that. Like your taste oh, palate. No. Like people who buy that must like shop for their underwear at the dollar store. <laughs> like, oh they God. must or like they bras from Dollar Tree. Yeah, they probably they buy their produce from Walmart for sure. Oh. Cause you just don't care. You don't care anymore. Like it's not even like necessity when the soda outside is your shit. Cause it, it costs the same as when you go to the grocery store inside the refrigerator area. It costs the same. It's the, it's the fucking convenience store. It probably costs more. Like it's not even a sale. It's because like, it's outside. Oh yeah. You want that Coke that's been out there for three weeks? Yeah. That's $17. <laughs> like fuck you, man. I don't know. Who are these people, man? I thought I saw someone in the chat said they fucking, they do it. Disgusting. I can't believe you guys like us and that soda. I f- now I feel like the quality of my show has gone down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the actual um, articles. <laughs> uh, Can I just real quick? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to play Guess the Listener. Okay. When, when there's a crazy tweet. Okay. Dog, I used to steal them shits all the time. Mm-hmm. Guess the listener. Yeah, you guys guess the listener at home. Stars. I'll with... give you a hint. It's Howard. Yeah. <laughs> it rhymes with Howard. All right, man. The um, let's talk about these different articles, okay? Um, I thought this is kind of cool, kind of a dick move. Um, uh, this dude got another DUI, so his friends wanted to teach him a lesson. So, um, they, uh, they pranked him, which is, uh, you know, that's what you gotta do sometimes when your friends end up dreaming doing of great this. gifts for oh, everyone this holiday. Let's, let's listen to some great gifts first. Run into Old Navy for up to 50%. Let's talk about Old Navy first, guys. Uh, Old Navy is a great place to shop, uh, and, uh, you guys should all go there. Um, they got graphic tees for $5. It's not sponsoring us. Uh, kids thermal ties for 6 and, uh, we'll get none of their money. Slightly, uh, ambiguously raised people kissing each other. So you guys should go check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Make sure you guys all Is go. Is with oh, us? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I pressed the wrong button. Sorry, I'm here. Right. Drunk driving is no laughing matter, but YouTube well, we decided that in order to teach their buddy a lesson, they had to use an elaborate trick to get its scary consequences across. After Tom Mabe and Jim Clark's friend was charged with five DUIs, the pair oh, stepped Jesus. in to try and prevent... Well, tis the season, guys. Come on. ...prevent a sixth. The plan was to get the pal identified as Dennis to think he had just woken up from a 10-year coma following a drunk driving accident. In order to make the stunt seem real, Mabe and Clark turned an office into a hospital room. Next, they waited for him to pass out drunk in his truck and transported him to the hospital bed. Watch what unfolds next in the video uploaded to YouTube. Wow. Look, look at you. Buddy, great to see you. You have no idea. Listen, I'm Dr. James. Get you up here a little bit, a little more comfortable. I know you're confused, a little disoriented. I probably got a lot of questions, not really know what's going on, do you? It's all right. It's Mr. McKinney's family has been contacted, and they are on the way. Great. Thank you. Uh, some time ago, you decided uh, you, you was drinking. You were out drinking, and you decided to drive, and there was an accident. Uh, you've been here with us for some time. This accident took place back in 2013. Uh, Mr. Is 2023. You've been in a coma for the past 10 years. So, uh, cl close your eyes for a minute. I'm going to test something with your feet here. Do you close your eyes. You feel this? You feel that? A little bit. Right. Feel that? Feel that? Feel that? All right. You feel that? Uh, he slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> and he slapped him some more, and he still slapped him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, look, yeah, five D U I, five D U I, dude, you get five. Damn, hell, yeah, Tommy, I'm gonna kill you, man. Yeah. Dude, look, you gotta get five D U I, dude. Yeah, dude. Now I just gotta play wrestling. That's a lot of D U I. Five D U I. It is. Five, Karen. Five D U I. And do you ask? It's not funny. Why does he it's still have funny. a license? The video. Yeah, isn't that um like, I mean, guess the race. Uh, that's probably why. Has been viewed more than six hundred thousand times. One YouTube commenter wrote, "That was one of the best pranks. I mean, the best." But I kind of feel so bad for his family watching this video. But I hope he will not drink and drive again. I don't feel bad for the family watching the video. I do feel bad for the family in the sense that this guy's had five DUIs and it still hasn't gotten through his. All right, I don't care about your pay. Um, this dude yeah. is definitely going to die in a car drunk. That's, I'm sorry. This is too funny. No, he's going to live a happy long life and someone else is going to die. That's always how it works. That's true. Uh, it does have 1,100 comments. I'm sure they're all um, from the side of the earth people. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It got a little too nice at the end, so I feel like it's not gonna work. Yes, that's that's definitely uh white. Um, that'd have been completely different if some black folks would have been doing that. Mm -mm. Ten facts about penises. Are you guys ready to hear some? I'm saying, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, you gonna educate us. I saved this for Amber. Um, I've had this over a month. Okay. So oh, said, you saved it just for her, then, didn't you? Yeah, Amber wants to know about penises. 
can't just pull this out on any guest number 10 every penis was a clitoris fact okay mm-hmm uh, every penis in the womb starts out as a clitoris before hormone, hormones, sex, the brain of the to be male. The penis retains the mark of its female heritage. It's dark underskin and thin ridge or seam known as the raft, uh, which ru- runs from the scrotum to the anus are remnants of the fusion of the vaginal lips. So your taint, huh. uh, basically fellas is the fusion of the vaginal lips that you had in a uterus. Mm-hmm. Now you guys know. Number nine, fetuses have erections. I believe that. Baby boners. That's right, guys. All in your womb. Yeah, they do all kinds. Kids do all kinds of stuff in, in the womb. That's right. The ultrasound scans prove it. So many newborn males greet the world with an erection that the sexologist William Masters in his early obstetric days set himself the challenge of trying to cut the umbilical cord before it happened. It's like, hurry up. That kid's getting a hard dick. Oh, shit. Another one. (laughs) Well, got another pervert. I'm sorry, ma'am. Don't (laughs) don't breastfeed him right away, if you know what I mean. Uh, Number eight. Before there was Viagra, there were monkey balls oh jesus monkey balls they didn't have cialis ads at the turn of the century but they did have monkey ball transplants in order to cure (gasps) impotence mm -hmm. i thought they like ate them uh in order to cure impotence doctors began experimenting with xenotransplantation surgically transplanting the testicles from goats chimpanzees and baboons baboons into male humans thousands of men around the world in the 1920s went under the knife for the supposed benefits of what were known as monkey glands he says by the way it did not work of course not it probably died Mm -hmm. um i guess that's why they call it spanking the monkey (laughs) (laughs) tip your waitresses guys i'll be here all week (laughs) start spreading the news uh number seven red meat funky spunk Asparagus gets a bad rep for causing gnarly, tasty, gnarly tasting semen. Well, I thought it was smelling. I didn't know anybody was yeah. tasting it. Yeah, semen got a taste, taste to it. How much yes, semen have you uh, tasted, Karen? <laughs> semen has a taste to no, it. I just said it. Uh, but red meat and dairy produce are said to result in the least pleasant uh, fa- flavor. So, guys, you eat your milk and your beet. Your semen tastes the least pleasant. I suspect an information suppression campaign by Note. Ruth Chris. <laughs> Note to self, learn to cook steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you want you want his semen to taste nasty? No, oh I th- I, well, I think I got it the wrong way. Yeah, you want you gotta learn to cook asparagus, apparently. Wait, no, not no, they didn't you know what? They didn't name anything that was good. They only named the bad things. Asparagus, red they meat, are and not dairy. Helpful at all. Yeah, you could have threw a mango in there or something. Yeah, sweet stuff actually helps. Number six, ejaculate the low ejaculate is the low calorie treat. Not the low calorie treat. Taste aside, semen contains only one to seven calories. That's about Good the same. Mm-hmm. That's about the same as a fresh cup of spinach. Uh, but don't expect to see ejaculate added to your Weight Watchers point system anytime soon. Of course, they not. have squirrel on there on the Weight Watchers point system. FYI. Okay. Well. Don't see why spunk would be weird. <laughs> Number five, the big ball cheater. 
testicle testicular research of a more sociological kind has deduced that men with large testicles are more likely to be unfaithful so ladies you start okay going down there I to do you see two big I'm, old christmas ornaments clacking you know something's up yeah so either he has statistical cancer something's wrong mm-hmm. i love studies like this where it's like you know fact fact science fact and if your husband accidentally cheats, she was asking for it. So that's what the study has shown. Well, you just have to check his balls. I mean, honestly, you guys should already be familiar with the balls anyway. But you want to yeah. get, get a good tape measure down there, take, check the circumference so, on those so, bad boys. So if they grow into two, you need to be aware. Yeah, do your research, man. When you're buying a home, <laughs> do, you do your research. When you, you know, down there on some balls, check them out. Do, do you need to do them like More than a mouthful. Say that again, Amber. I'm sorry. More than a mouthful is a waste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, do you do, need to do them like you do breast exams? Right. Um, that's what I do <laughs> constantly. The con- the converse being true of men with small testicles, saying Hickman. <laughs> Thus, he advises that with the tongue firmly planted in cheek, a woman or man, I would add, seeking a reliable long-term partner would might be advised to invest in an uh, orchidometer, a medical instrument designed for measuring the balls. Oh, they got an instrument for this? What, why wouldn't they? Do you know how fragile? You know, women don't. This is the problem with you women. You guys <laughs> I, I don't, don't respect males I don't have balls, sir. I don't have a dick and balls. I'm sorry. As a masculine, this is the kind of thing that, you know, I strive to try to educate the society on. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They, they stick this thing in me and open me open in, uh, uh, for my annual. So right. I don't know nothing about no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Anyway, number four, penises can actually break. Well, I've, I think we all know about uh, some people's escapades with broken penises, man. Uh, Prince Yashua, the uh, porn actor, has broken his penis twice twice on camera. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know know the day could break. How do you get back on that horse? You know? Like, this career is not for you. Uh, He's like the Derrick Rose of porn. Uh, uh, Every year, at least 200 Americans and 30 to 40 Britons break their erect penises. Uh, most do so during violent intercourse but there are also cases where men snap their member indeed hickman notes that such incidents are accompanied by an audible crack by falling out of bed with an erection uh the cure for broken penis six weeks of bed rest with a penis splint oh awkward how do you ever trust your penis again so basically, your penis just stand up straight to the heels. It it has to. You have to oh. put like a cast on your penis, and maybe they put that cone on it like a dog's neck. You know, <laughs> I won't want to be no jacking off then. I was. Why would you even touch it if it was broken, Karen? That wouldn't even make sense. Oh, don't it still got feeling though? Uh, yeah, the feeling of pain. <laughs> so it's a broken penis. It obviously hurts. Uh, number three, masturbation, panic, popularized, uh, circ- circumcision. King Excuse Louis, me? yeah, King Louis the Fourteenth of France was circumcised. Oh, the freak. Mm-hmm. Louis the freak. That's what we, they used to call him. You know how they get down in France. Mm-hmm. Was circumcised because of a too tight foreskin, which caused yeah. the, mm-hmm, which caused the procedure to become fashionable among aristocracy. Oh, really? We were just trying to keep up with the Johnsons with our Johnsons? That's why we fucking got <laughs> circumcision? <laughs> That's a terrible reason for circumcision. 
Oh, everyone's getting them. The king even got them. Oh, well, circumcise me. And Kanye West, new slaves playing in the background. <laughs> Trying to be down. But what made circumcision po- common among the, prol- and the proliferating 19th century middle classes on both sides of the Atlantic was Michael Jordan got circumcised and he was wearing, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got a circumcision with your 23s. Yeah. Michael Jordan got circumcised, man. Hold up. I got to get circumcised. Um, does that come with the cost of the shoes or is that extra <laughs> right i want size 12 jordans and circumcision please uh but no it was because of hysteria about masturbation removing the foreskin helps his prevention doctors declared and also cured bed wetting and other conditions because doctors oh have always been shady <laughs> wow yeah you ever think about that like with shit now where it's just like you know what helps this thing and you're like Wait a minute. There's That's never been a point stupid. where y'all weren't trying to make money off dumb people. Of course. It's just hard to trust you guys. <laughs> That's all. It's, yeah. uh, used to be like, a cigarette a day keeps me away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drink and drive. <laughs> yeah. It saves lives. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with a little drink to calm your nerves before you hit on the road. Yes. Pregnant that. lady. Right. <laughs> the babies love a little nip off of mom. Yes, there's nothing wrong with a little Coke with your Coke. Right. <laughs> uh, number two, the Lorena Bobbitt effect. When, oh, Lor- snap. when Lorena Bobbitt cut off her husband's penis, it spawned a worldwide phenomenon. Across America, from China to Peru, copycat cases occur- began to occur, with Thailand becoming the epicenter. By the end of the millennium, over 100 cases have been reported to Thai police, who admitted there were probably many more, but the victims preferred to keep their loss to themselves. Oh, shit. Maybe they became ladyboys. Maybe that's how it happens. It's like, what choice do I have? Yeah, true. Yeah. Turn it into a hole. <laughs> Any to an Audi. Let's go. Uh, Hickman reports, uh, cases, or Audi to any. Hickman reports cases, uh, of women feeding dismembered penises to farm life. One oh. woman in India who attached her husband's severed penis to a helium balloon. Oh, watch this fly away, bitch. It's a thin line between love and hate. 99 umbred balloons. Some <laughs> right. have penises on them. <laughs> I'm sending penis to the moon, motherfucker. That'll teach you. Uh, uh, could you imagine somebody, somebody open up a, you know how they people put letters in a bottle, you open up, why is there a penis in this bottle? I, right. I just want to see, like, what does the look on your face become? As your penis slowly floats away. Because you know, you know that's not a quick. Right. You know. just slowly. Like, do you go try to get a BB gun? Like, what do you throw shit at? Like, your penis <laughs> is just slowly just, just drifting away with the breeze. Oh my God. Uh, number one, the world's largest penis ever to be medically verified was 13 and a half inches long and six and a half inches in circumference. Just to oh. put. Just to put that in perspective, the average vagina is only three to four inches deep. Did you guys know that? I didn't know that they were. I didn't know that too. Mm. I know it can stretch, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. a cavity. How do babies get out of there? Because babies are way bigger than three to four inches and they got to come out there. Well, they're saying deep. They're not saying wide. Oh, okay. Well, how much it can stretch. Yeah, because vaginas can stretch. Yeah, but like babies are deeper and wider than three to four inches. Uh, yeah, cause you dilate. <laughs> okay. So then that's not really true. I mean, I guess, 
I guess it's like how big can a vagina dilate needs to be very big. Yeah, so maybe you just gotta get that dilation up, man. Get that six and a half inches it's, in there. It's, 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 it's not the same, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, people talk about big penises, but it's one of them things where the average woman going, "I'm not fucking that. I want my uterus in the morning." <laughs> I have plans. Uh, yes, I got plans. You know, <laughs> unless I'm planning on spending the week here, um, this ain't gonna happen, sir. Oh man. Um, all right, man. Just uh more body shaming, guys. Uh so all the people with Woo-hoo. big penises, now we all have to feel ashamed of ourselves walking around in this <laughs> small group. We're like the new one percenters. Um, have you guys heard about the new policy for New York Police Department? Uh, they were told to end stop and frisk, so they can't <laughs> legally do that now. Nice, but they haven't just given up on the program. I'll I'll play. That. A policing procedure in New York continues to draw controversy this week as thousands took to the streets to protest the NYPD's stop and kiss program. The policy, which allows officers to kiss anyone who they think looks suspicious, has been the subject of criticism from those who say it's a violation of privacy and a potential breach of constitutional rights. New Yorkers who have been stopped often say the encounters feel extremely intrusive. Going through my pockets, throwing my stuff on the ground, kissing me on my neck and face. They push me up against the wall and start nibbling on my ear. It's humiliating. It's something you learn to live with at this point. Every time I go out and I see a cop, I'm ready for him to come up, ask me questions, and give me a little kiss. Just because, you know, the color of my skin. I mean, you don't see them kissing any pretty white ladies out here. In his last month in office, Mayor Bloomberg has continued to defend the practice, saying, quote, This program helps keep New Yorkers safe. If someone is suspected of a crime, officers should be allowed to question them and leave them with a small and reasonable kiss on the mouth. Joining us now is legal analyst Susan Hughes and Mark Brennan, a former police officer who has defended the Stop and Kiss program. Susan, does this policy go too far? It does, Rachel. Look, it's one thing to kiss someone who you think might commit a crime, but these officers are just kissing people left and right with no probable cause. If you've got nothing to hide, then it's not a problem. They just stop, ask where you're going, give you a gentle kiss or two, and let you go. I am not saying that the police shouldn't be able to detain people and kiss them, but it has to be done in a colorblind way. I mean, the fact of the matter is, nine out of ten people who are kissed under this policy in New York are black and Latino. Yeah, that's because officers are kissing people in high crime areas. These kisses aren't racially motivated. The police are just doing their job. But, Mark, there have been examples, public examples, where these procedures have just gone too far. Let's take a look at a disturbing cell phone video that's been making the rounds on the Internet. Stop! Put your hand in your head. Oh, come on, man. They just kissed me two blocks ago. <laughs> come on, man. I didn't do Shut anything. Shut the f- up and let me kiss you. This is happening every day. But some argue this is just the unfortunate reality we live in. Tighter security at airports, sporting events, kiss points in Washington, D.C. Commissioner Kelly said, quote, this is what post 9-11 police work looks like. Honestly, if we could kiss everyone in New York City, we would. We just don't have the manpower. Uh-huh. The cops can either kiss people now before there's violence or they can be kissing a bunch of dead bodies at a crime scene. All right. Well, thanks, Mark and Susan. It is a complex issue. When we come back, a new health study finds that eating McDonald's at the airport doesn't count. <laughs> awesome yeah love it that. doesn't count yeah uh, i love that thing so <laughs> that was, i just saw that and thought it was cute did you guys know facebook is considering adding a sympathize button oh come on how That's about right. i understand button oh come on for all you people or, like why can't we just learn to articulate it's social media it's 
well it does feel i will say this okay it does feel weird when someone's like my grandmother passed away today and uh the funerals at so and so yeah and everybody my only option is like to like, like it, it. Mm-hmm. or leave a comment and then like you know uh i just like you know like <laughs> like the thing yesterday where i was just like i pissed this lady off it's like i there's so much pressure to not fuck up where it's like if it was a yeah. button i wouldn't mind the button that being said um i hope they don't do this because i already have enough problems with the sympathy like mafia on facebook and twitter it's like every status they post is how terrible their life is and the world is it's like uh, just stop like i don't want to encourage this you know it's like unfunny louis ck's right it's like louis ck without the jokes and the stand-up yeah and the adorable children like just let me just tell you how fucking shitty my life is i sympathize so uh, no. I don't I don't want to do this, um, but still I just want to let you guys know I do sympathize with uh, George Zimmerman. Finally, uh, his girlfriend is dropping the charges because she wants to be with him. That's right, the girlfriend that he pulled a gun on while she was pregnant and she filed assault charges. She now wants to drop them so they can be together. Okay, and I'm starting to think, guys. I hate, to, I hate to say this about him, but I want you guys just to think about this for us. Just consider it. What if he didn't do it? You know, what if he hasn't done any of these things and it's all just a huge coincidence that he continues to get arrested on a biweekly basis? <laughs> it could, you know, it could just be a huge misunderstanding since he's been free. You know, maybe all the people who are telling me, right, you're overreacting. It's not about race. It's not about privilege. It's not even about a corrupt justice system or messed up law. Maybe George Zimmerman is just a very unlucky man who continues to get arrested because they always had the charges dropped. You know, he never stays in jail. So, I mean, maybe it's like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. The sun comes up. He resets back to being free. And it doesn't matter what he did the night before. So, um, this is just a different way to think about it, guys. He is the Teflon Don. He is so good. What is his life? What did he do to get? Was he like Gandhi before this life or like he made a deal with the devil? Seriously, it's like he has the opposite life of Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela was a good person that kept getting locked up for trying to get equal rights for people. And this dude is just a big piece of shit who can't can't get locked up. Doesn't matter what he does. It's free. Ugh. He be like shaking them cops pig. off. Yeah, they can't stick to him. It's like, yeah, I killed a black kid today. That's cool, George. Don't worry about it, man. You have a good night. Sorry, sorry that you had to come into the station. Sorry. Sorry to inconvenience you, sir. Yeah, you know how it is. Bitches be tripping. Am I right, fellas? Come on. Up top. <laughs> you know, pregnant women and those hormones, you gotta pull your gun out on her sometime. But uh she'll drop the charges, don't worry about it. Um all right guys. Uh people have been talking about the Redskins lately mm-hmm. and how racist and terrible that name is. And I think it's racist and terrible. Um But uh and they t- <laughs> they try to do like polls and shit. We polled seven Indians. And six said they were fine with it. Not seven. What's the big deal? 
Like you they need at least do Tinder to Indian boys. Come they, on. They did the, you know, they, they run back to that. Like we polled a hundred Indians and it's like, well, first of all, that's all the Indians that you left. Um, second of all, <laughs> um, if it's 70%, that is still not a hundred. So have some common fucking human yeah, decency so some people and let it go. have issues. Right. But, uh, okay, cool. Um, uh, what about the Kansas City Chiefs who played the Redskins? A bar uh at the the sonic drive-in uh put a sign outside that said kansas kc chiefs will scalp the redskins feed them whiskey and send to the reservation oh go team yay football yay that's that's how i like to root for my teams so yeah they uh they got a little trouble as you guys can imagine of I also like that the newspaper is like, this is shockingly racist. That's <laughs> not really? shockingly racist. As opposed to the humdrum racism we've gotten used to by just calling them the Redskins. Of but course. this is even, this is above and beyond. You put it on the billboard. Yeah. This is, you're saying that the word Redskins means Native Americans in some type of disparaging way. And sir, I'll have you know, seven out of ten Native Americans that we polled do not find that insulting. <laughs> oh jesus uh patrick lanow vice president of public relations at sonic told nbc news that the sign was created by an employee who is known for creative use of his signs but that sign was done in poor taste the didn't say former employee yeah. the remarks posted on this message and, board, and nobody read that <laughs> and would immediately say take that shit down the remarks posted on this message board were wrong, offensive, and unacceptable. Lanau said in a statement in a misguided effort to support his football team, an independent franchise owner allowed passion to override good judgment. The owner has reinforced with his employees the boundaries of what is acceptable and unacceptable. <laughs> you know he did it. Listen, guys. Listen. It's unacceptable to have racism in the workplace. But you uh-huh. put, you to, you put the sign. You told me to put the sign up there. Listen, Jamal. Okay. <laughs> no more. Racist signs. I don't know how much more I can explain this. Like, I don't want to go. This is the last racist sign, but I don't want to go out there in the twenty-three degree weather and put it out there in the first place. But 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 you was okay with the 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 niggers in the back. God damn it, Jamal! Jamal, I do not pay you six cents an hour for your fucking opinion. No more racism. I'm done. I'm oh. done even discussing this. What, what, what about the wet back slurchies we had? Slurpees we had. <laughs> You're never going to get that quarter raise. You're never going to get that quarter raise. Just look at Calvin. Calvin, Calvin's responsible. He gets his quarter raise. <laughs> he keeps this up. He's going to be assistant manager soon. Cause we have so much turnover. Um, I'm sad. It's hard. People, it's hard. It's hard for what? To not hate white people. It is hard. It is hard. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it, it is hard, man. It's it's fair. It's, if you're historically aware, you know they are the uh, globe trotters of racism. Not the globe trotters. You know it is, and everybody else. Yeah, they got a bad rap because it's it's some a lot of white people that are not like that. But like, yeah, but damn, everybody it's... else in as racial teams is the Washington Generals, the white people that the globe trotters always beat up on and embarrass and throw buckets of confetti on and shit like that like that's every other race when they meet white people and uh yeah it's hard to at some point you're like damn man the glow tribes are being dicks today i just bounced a ball off that dude's head and then threw confetti on their coach and then pulled that guy's underwear over his head and then 
threw the ball off his back and dunked on her. It's like, you didn't have to do all that, Globetrotters. Just play a nice, respectful game sometimes. Oh, I'm sad now. All right. Well, let's see if we can cheer you up, okay? Um, what's the next article? It's probably something sad. Oh, did you know the FBI can turn on laptop cameras without the indicator light? Oh, shit. So they have... I'm not surprised. They have seen you guys uh, jerking off. Just going to tell you now. Let me tell you, no joke, I put something over the camera. I put a post-it note over it mm. when I, know, I go I to town. I am that scared. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people do do that. They like, yeah. if regardless, of, if if I'm not actively using it, they're like, I just tape and cover that shit up. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I just thought this was an interesting article. Uh, I have another article. Did you guys know cameras can see through post-it notes on your laptop? <laughs> yeah, the FBI is working on that too, and uh, they got you. It was like paper. Mm-mm. You gonna have to tape this shit with black tape, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll fuck around and find a way to see through that too with infrared. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just thought that was interesting, man, that they could do that. Um, because let's be honest, guys, a lot of you guys are. Uh, I know what you guys are doing with your laptops, all right? <laughs> Skype ain't just for podcasting, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and i think you guys know what i mean uh let's play our games it's it's time guys um of course we always start with our you know with the first game my f- favorite We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play fucking with black people. And today's contestants are, well, Teray and some other shit I found too. Let's see how they're gonna fuck with black people today and score them from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five. All right. MSNBC's Teray calls Don Lemon white leader and puts Bill O'Reilly and Rush Limbaugh in the same category. This is a complex one. Very complex. Because Torre is the person who wrote the book, uh, Who's Afraid of Post-Racial America. Hmm. And Negroes hate Torre, but they love Torre. And Negroes hate Don Lemon right now, and they used to love him. So it's like, you know. Just mixed emotions. mm Mm-hmm. People got to pick a side. Uh, Emma, were you about to say something? I don't know who Torre is. Okay, that's, well, you're ahead of the curve. You're ahead of the curve. Um, he follows me on Twitter, so we're friends. We go together. I followed him back. <laughs> Why aren't white leaders like Bill O'Reilly and Rush Limbaugh and Don Lemon doing anything to combat white-on-white violence? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he writes for The Onion. <laughs> <laughs> right no he's a host of msnbc's the cycle like one of the co-hosts um oh so they be having white on white violence in the cul-de-sac out in the suburbs well you know how What's the crime rate out there well karen it's obviously satire but you know how people um do the why, why don't black people do anything stop black on black violence like we do we're the only ones that's the problem um and uh he's just flipping it and being like why don't white people do white stop white on white crime uh, I've lost a lot of white friends to violence perpetrated by white people, and it's time someone stood up to white on white violence. The idea that black violence is endemic and speaks to the character of black people while white violence is deviant and rare is disgusting. 
so he just used some sarcasm although i do wonder like when that happens how many people don't get it because he has way too many followers to be sarcastic Mm -hmm. like uh and i know i'm already past the number so he got to be way past the number of where where everyone gets your sarcasm i hope i don't get past that number it's i don't know what this magic number is everybody think they want to be popular they don't you don't want to be popular Mm -mm. i think i'm starting to get there yeah like slowly yeah i see sometimes you'll be tweeting something innocent like oh the panthers really need to do do better on the next drive it's like say forever motherfucker suck a dick till you die you're like yeah that's not a reasonable response to what i normally say i have crossed the threshold into crazy yeah i've i've got i've gotten to that point with a lot of times uh because when it comes to sports i'm not the type of person to like talk shit i joke and pick at everybody even my own team but i'm not the type of person to be going up like fuck you fuck you and your team and let me tell you why this and uh, you know i didn't even finish reading this article i'll get to the bottom and this is why uh he had to apologize he said sorry for the confusion folks quote-unquote white leaders was meant to connote leadership of white people not leaders who are white so yeah you have to clarify everything on twitter if you get enough <laughs> followers because people are oh, fucking stupid just they are and Dumb. you want to keep your job luckily i'm able to just tell people fuck themselves sometimes but uh um on this one man i will give Torrey a 25 because people yeah, like 25. talking shit about don lemon i i i, I give him a 25 mm-hmm. he, he was kind of slow behind it he should if he came out with this a while ago his score might have been bumped up a yeah, little bit he was trying good for him and he apologized so you lost some points there here's another case of fucking with black <laughs> wait people. i didn't know oh go ahead i'm like marsha 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 sorry um it's okay I I don't see why it's not why it would be wouldn't be a zero. He made a joke and it failed. Poking mm. uh, fun at the whites and I don't like whites, so here's win. Here's why it's not because he invoked Don Lemon and niggas hate Don Lemon right now. So it was just like a he was kind of fucking with black people because they don't really fuck with Torrey either. Mm-mm. So it's kind of like this is Torrey. Huh? Say what? She said one of what race is Torrey? Black. He's black. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So it's like um he said something about the not dude of the day, um and then black people were very conflicted because they were like, I do support what Torrey is saying, but I don't, don't support him. Shut so shut I had to give him out of your mouth. Right, I had to give him twenty five just for you know he woke up that day and said, let's fuck with these Negroes on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him, man. Uh, way to get back in the game, buddy. Been gone too long um that's what happens when you get a steady check it was like msnbc pays me dog i don't have time to fuck with y'all niggas on twitter ain't no more I know, it's so. that was back when i need that book to go uh <laughs> the sale yeah i don't care anymore um here's another fucking with black people all right stunning new information in court documents in the lunenburg racist graffiti probe the mo- is lunenburg in, in in your area yeah it's uh out west there okay all right so it's fucking with black people and it's in amber's area guys mother of a lunenburg high football player whose home was spray painted is the focus of the probe into the incident andrea brazier was grilled by police and an (laughs) fbi agent on november 25th she's a what a boob (laughs) (laughs) we're children (laughs) uh i'm just kidding she's the tits 
according to a search warrant affidavit released in Fitchburg District Court today. The documents quote the FBI agent telling Brazier she wanted the probe into the incident to end because she was the one who scrawled the graffiti. Brazier stated okay and then replied okay to every question, saying she wanted it all to end. No one has been arrested in connection with the incident. Police searched the home of the child's parents Tuesday and found one can of Krylon indoor spray paint and one can of fusion spray paint. Anthony Phillips, the dad, had told investigators after the graffiti had been found that his son had been harassed on the high school football team. Police have cleared football team members of any wrongdoing. I'm Mike Bellow. All right. So we had a mother mm-hmm. of a black child who spray painted their own house to say that uh, racism had been done to the house. Why would you do that? Oh, God. Um, And then after the got a lot of attention, uh, it, uh, it, 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 that's when she admitted that she did it. The mother in this case is white. Well, surprise, surprise. Hey, look at that. Mm hmm. Fucking with them white girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause what, what, what black woman gonna spray this paint is the best her house? Story ever. It's the best story ever. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I would have to give this, uh, 75, but only because I, this is not a big national story. I feel like, if it would have like became a big national story, story before she confessed, like if it built up to where it's like on MSNBC and shit, then and then she confessed, it would have been a hundred. Yeah, but she it was still local, and nobody really knows about this. So I want to say uh, seventy five, uh, and I'm adding it's really like a fifty, but I'm adding twenty five because her husband and kids are black. And now they got to look at her like this motherfucker right here. Yes, and there are there are a lot of uh, people in interracial relationships that had that that are not like this. It's like, why would yeah. you do this? And your that means your mama had to go spray paint nigger on somewhere out on your property. Yeah. Like, come on now, really, mom? <sighs> and be like, and who gonna clean this up, bitch? Well, I guess they do the kids because you know they're the ones that do the chores, right? Anyway, we would have issues, but yeah, I listen. I'm all or nothing. I'm 100. 100? You giving it 100 for fucking black? I'm all or nothing. Hold on, your your internet broke up a little bit. Hold on, I'm gonna call you right back. It's it's cool. Yeah, I don't know what the what was up with that. Some reason the connection was acting stupid, but uh, you know, guys know how Skype does. But Amber goes with the. A hundred. Amber is giving that. She said 100. all or nothing. There's nothing in between for you, Amber. No, not with these. You wipes. only get fifty percent. No. It. Is, I will give you this. It's pretty diabolical. Yes, it is. For now. no reason. Like there's no reason she ah. need to be this evil. So, all right. I'm Her going. son is going to taste toilet water for the rest of his high school career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's play our other game. Speaking of toilet water, guys. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land, where we read or play news articles from around the globe, and we ask. Our contestants, in this case, Amber P. from the Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental Podcast, to guess the race. Amber, are you ready to do some race guessing? 
suburb state. And of course, uh, the chat room plays along, and the chat room is very, very racist. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our first article. A robbery took place in March this year when, oh wait, a teenage girl who took pictures of herself with a knife before using it to rob a local restaurant has been sent to juvenile detention after officers used the offending picture as evidence to tie her to the crime. Wow. Robbery selfies, y'all. That's where we're at in 2013. <laughs> Hashtag back to rob some niggas. Uh, the robbery took place in March this year when the teenage girl and an accomplice used a 30 centimeter long knife to rob a Max hamburger restaurant in Halmstead, southern Sweden. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they just saw spring breakers or something. I don't know. Uh, the girls had used a smartphone to take pictures of themselves wearing balaclavas. That's the, uh, that's the like, um, hoodie thing that you put over your face where you can only see your eyes. Okay. Um, and, uh, and holding the knife right before the robbery. Word. Yeah. You wear the same clothes. I'd love to see how that interrogation went. I doubt the truth. (laughs) Um, the pair was found just 47 minutes after the crime took place. Of course. (laughs) Traced by sniffer dogs, they had managed to get away with 370 US dollars, but 2420, 2420 kroner from the diner after the witnesses say they held up the knife to a restaurant staff and yelled, give me the money or I'll stab you. When tracking the girls, police found a bag filled with money as well as a phone used to take the selfie. They traced the girls back to the home of the grandmother of the convicted girl who told officers that the two had just returned from a walk. Despite grandma. Despite the overwhelming evidence, the 17-year-old denied the crime. Police were unable to connect enough evidence to convict the other. The teen explained the pictures taken in the mirror are nothing more than a joke. On Friday, the older of the two teens was sent to juvenile detention, a punishment that would have been much harsher if she was over 18. The court heard from her, that she was from a troubled home and she was an outcast from her own family. She also uh, will get help from a youth psychiatrist. Among other evidence found on the phone, including more selfies and a picture of the loot, police found a quote by U.S. poet Ralph Waldo Emerson, commit a crime and the world is made of glass. Uh, guess the race. Oh, my God. Okay. So she is fucking C motherfucking through and through mm-hmm. getting a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's how they do it in that country, but come on. She had a rough background when she was an outcast from her own family. From her, from us. The knife was her When pa- you were reading that, mm-hmm. when you were reading that, the first thing that came to me is at what age did her dad leave? Not Diddy, mm. but at what age? The knife in her pa- was her parents' cheese knife, yellow, white cheddar. Oh, my. Jogger, says Black Rob. One, one whose food is not eaten during the office potluck, watery potato salad white. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyed and duck lips. <laughs> oh my. White girl. I don't know. I was, I didn't know I was asking because you can't see it. A troubled white teen. Aww. White girls gonna Al Qaeda. <laughs> white wannabe Beverly Hills <laughs> Becky. George Zimmerman's next equally impervious to law enforcement. White. White people come from trouble homes. Black people get shot, says Joe Spacely. Oh, my. The correct answer <laughs> is white. Everyone got it. <laughs> All 
right, let's go to the next article. Amber is one for one right now. Uh, I think I can play this article. Little Hayward mm-hmm. argument came to a deadly end. Police say they were forced to fire, and now two men are dead. Local 10's Carlos Suarez is live at that scene with the complete story. JC, a senseless shooting in so many ways. All of this stemmed over an argument that the barbershop owner was having with a security guard. Both men were going at it outside the shop when police pulled up and that security guard opened fire. Candles burned brightly near the site of the shooting while inside the barbershop. Detectives got one final look at the place. It's here where hours earlier the body of Gerson Mieses was carried away. His former sister-in-law called his ex-wife to deliver the heartbreaking news while nearby. Officers had to comfort his brother. But I was standing outside, and then that's when they see the dude actually shooting the guy. Mieses was shot and killed by a security guard outside the barbershop he should have been safe in. Police say Mieses and the guard were arguing when one of the men called 911. The police were there before the altercation happened. Okay. So I guess they were arguing, and the owner called the police on the, um, the security guard. Well, police came, the security guard shot the owner, and then the police shot the security guard. Mies' family oh, says the fight stemmed over flyers for a neighboring barber shop that was being passed out by the guard at the strip mall along Northeast 2nd Avenue and 54th Street. He was the type of boss that, you know, that was tough on his employees like every other boss, but then he, 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 valued, he valued the safety of his employees. It's unclear what happened between when the officer showed up and the guard opened fire, whether the cop even knew if the guard had a gun. My condolences go out to both sides of the family, and um, you know, as the investigation continues, we would un- unfold and we'll see exactly what's what happens. Mia says leaves behind a 15-year-old son. Miami police has not yet released the name of that security guard, but his cousin tells me it was Ruben. We're live tonight in Little Haiti. I'm Carlos Suarez, Local 10 News. All right, Amber, guess. <laughs> The race of this of this clientele at this barbershop, okay? Because they don't show pictures of people got shot. (laughs) Oh, Amber, what did you you already guess? Or no, I'm I'm torn because it's called Little Haiti, but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, Papi Chulo Ese. All right, going with Latino. Let's see what the chat room says. Darker than Stringer Bell. I'm <laughs> shot outside of a barbershop, one who would wear a fitted hat and Jordans to a wedding. Oh Hanging out in front of Home Depot. <laughs> a little, a, a little Haiti, black. He's been dead for hours, but his back's still not dry, though. Oh. They sent the Hispanic reporter to interview the locals, Hispanic. One who starts arguments with OJ, about OJ Simpson while eating Popeye's two piece, black. Um, beans and burritos for every meal. No senor es no okay, okay, he's muerto lo siento. Um, the correct answer is Latino, guys. They were Latinos. <laughs> and I'm using context clues because it appeared that their brothers are still alive and I was looking at their interviews. That's for all you people that guess black. Shame on you. We're not the only people that own barbershops and get haircuts. Ain't that What's true. wrong with y'all? Get your racism right. <laughs> Step your game up. Let's go into the bonus round, guys. 
Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. That's right, guys. It's the bonus round of Guess the Race where everything is suddenly worth double the points, double the race. Amber is already two for two. Amber, are you nervous? No, I got this. All right. Let's get right into it then. Uh, here's another article. This one is also in Florida. Hmm. Oh, Florida. Guys are back on back. Florida's back in the back big. (laughs) (laughs) A South Florida man killed his wife and son with a crossbow and drove 460 miles to try to kill his other son and then split his own throat. (gasps) Now look. I've heard of murder suicide, but murder suicide with a crossbow only in Florida. The violent long distance rampage took Pedro Maldonado Sr. Just the race from one end of the state to the other. While the Broward County Sheriff's Office continues to piece together a timeline, detectives believe Maldonado shot and killed his 47-year-old wife, Monica Narvaez Maldonado, and their 17-year-old son, Pedro Maldonado, with a crossbow in their western townhouse sometime on Monday. West, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sheriff's report that Maldonado, 53, then drove about 460 miles north to Tallahassee in an attempt to kill his older son, Jose, who attends Florida State University. 460 miles. Right. And this is like while Florida State is trying to go to the championship, you know? Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> His dad did try to shoot him with the same handheld crossbow and the arrow hit Jose's ear. Uh, Danny Marcella, a spokeswoman to the sheriff's department, told CNN. Then his father tried to choke him, and Jose luckily was able to get away. Jose Maldonado never reported the attack to police, but it was his father's <gasps> confession to a friend on Tuesday that set the authorities on his trail. Why would you not report that attack? My dad had a crossbow and tried to kill me. But probably because he didn't know his. Pants. I ain't no snitch. Probably because he didn't know his mama and his brother were killed. Yep. I yeah, but you might want to have him look into that. At that and time. the sad part is that odds are he's probably been abused for a very as long time. Mm-hmm. Um. So Broward Sheriff uh, Broward Sheriff's uh, report says Pedro Maldonado called a friend in Miami and admitted to killing his wife and son. Short time later, authorities found their bodies in the South Florida townhouse. Later in the day, authorities learned that Maldonado might be in the Lake City area about 100 miles east of Tallahassee. After trying to contact him for hours, they entered his room, found him dead early Wednesday, slit his own throat. I never, I knew them. They were good neighbors. I never heard anything from the house. No screaming, no fighting, no nothing. Well, that's why I use a crossbow. Of course. Because you can't hear it. Uh, terrible. I don't see why parents have to get the kids involved. You had a problem, solve it. Well, this person already has very low expectations. I'm like, uh, I don't see, I get why you kill your wife, but why you gotta bring your kids into this shit? What they do? Um, do what he did far away by himself, but leave the family alone. Uh, guess the race of Mr. Pedro, wait, Pedro Maldonado Sr. All right. It is, uh, about salsa eating and dancing Hispanic. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh, the race is here. Um, let's see. Uh, Deadshot from Batman, a.k.a. Psychotic Saltine. Cholo Hunger Games, La Familia edition. Oh. 
Yeah. Um, one who has a picture of the Virgin Mary on every wall in their home, Latino. Oh. Landscaper, Latino, medieval Telemundo watcher. Oh, <laughs> Swam his way from Cuba. Oh. Uh, you best kill me, Hispanic. He was mad they made his burrito with black beans instead of pintos, beans and rice. Um, I'm not just beans and rice. Mm-hmm. One who buttons only the top buttons on his shirts and wears bandanas with Chuck Taylors. Aww. Latinos and whiteface. Um, and Howard's trying to guess twice. No, you don't get to guess twice. You blew it, buddy. You got it wrong. Everyone else got it right. Latino. <laughs> And boo to Howard. You guess revising son of a gun. Um, all right. Here is, uh, let's do, do another one. Here's, uh, the last one for the day. A daily city man, daily, daily city, California. I don't know. Uh, who allegedly bit both of his parents and threatened to burn their home down during a fight over the family cat has pleaded not guilty to felony assault charges according to the district attorney's office. Oh, but cat did this, this gonna hiss and scratch you in the face. This, this is exactly why I would never own a cat. You make, you have to do all this crazy shit to prove your love to a cat. Gotta try to kill my parents now. And pick that cat. Okay, gonna tear you to pieces. Yegeny Bolshevikov, 26, entered his plea in San Mateo County Superior Court on Monday. District Attorney Steve Wagstaff said, according to prosecutors, Bolshevikov returned to the Daly, Daly Center uh, City apartment he shared with his parents after a short trip away over Thanksgiving weekend. Bolshevikov apparently wanted to see the family cat, but his parents wouldn't let him because the cat had recently had surgery. Oh, that cat definitely gonna tear you up then. I just want to see Whiskers, Mom. Why are you acting like this? You know what? I'm going to bite you in your neck. Well, Whiskers got, just got with spade and neutered. Mm-hmm. One of them. Right. In response, Bolshakov attack, allegedly attacked his father, punching him several times in the head, biting a chunk of flesh out of his father's arm. The defendant also bit his father on the elbow and the chin, according to the district attorney's office. And he was acting like a cat. <laughs> when his mom tried to intervene, he punched her and bit her hand. <gasps> you want some of this, too, old lady? Police responded to the scene and immediately took Bolshakov into custody. As he was being taken away, he allegedly said that he wanted to kill both his parents and burn their apartment, according to the district attorney's office, because he likes jail. Yeah. And would like to stay there even longer than normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the police here? Here's some threats. <laughs> and attempted murder, motherfuckers. Yeah, add that to my sentence. He's, he has since been charged with two felony counts, each of assault and making threats, and one count of mayhem. Uh, Bolshakov's bail has been set at $100,000 and he is scheduled to return to a court for a preliminary hearing December 16th when the cat will probably be held enough to see him. So that'll be good. <laughs> um, guess the race, Amber. <gasps> okay. Again, I have to get unwieldy. Mm-hmm. So bread line standing in ice water bathing in black <laughs> widow getting beat up by... <laughs> Oh, oh, you got cut off a little bit. What was the last part of the guess? Oh, white Russian. White Kahlua Russian. and milk. White right. Russian. <laughs> the chat room says, uh-huh. too easy veteran from the Bosnian War, chalky white. European Hannibal Lecter in training white. Peter supporter. <laughs> I uh, like that one. That's good. Uh, Vodka drinking, mother Russia loving, Eastern European bad guy from Taken. White Russian turned walker. <laughs> white yeah. White cop 
could have let him go to fight his parents after those threats if he was black oh would have let him go okay and uh possible white man is how it gets in another guess <laughs> jesus christ guy uh the correct answer is, is white <laughs> all right we've come to the end of the show but we can't end without wrapping up on the most important reason the reason i would even guess to say has it to say the reason that we do this show okay at this point uh we have a very serious charge and that is to spread the awareness about sword ratchetness and to put it to an end a man in his early 20s is recovering in a hospital after being pepper sprayed and stabbed with a sword on the grounds of cameron elementary sunday night oh my wait a minute i feel like i covered this one already you may have yeah they were yeah because the elementary and they were walking with his friends and he got stabbed and pepper spray but nobody else did and i was like then you Ah. weren't really walking with your friends you were pretty much just walking with two (laughs) assholes who left you to die let's do another one because there's so many a sword welding masked robber stole 500 euro from a bookmakers in a violent attack the robbers kicked open the door of corrals in london road in brighton at around 9 30 p.m last night brandished a sword and demanded the staff open up a safe as a male staff member tried to open up the safe the safe the suspect took money from the till the robber then kicked open a toilet door where a female member of the staff was hiding wow when the male member of the staff opened the safe the suspect grabbed the cash and left heading north up london road police are now appealing for witnesses to the robbery Detective Sergeant D. Wells says, thankfully, neither of the members of the staff were injured, uh, but were extremely shaken by the incident. Uh, we believe there was another man outside the shop as well as the driver of a car who waited outside. The suspect who came in the shop is described as 5'11", a big build, shaved head with a Liverpudlian accent. Uh, he was wearing a balaclava. Man, it's that type of day, huh? Yeah. Or, t- or all tights. All vocabulary words. Or tights over his face and dark clothes. The second man was slightly shorter with a black jacket, which looked padded. So hopefully you can find these people um, and and stop them, guys. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's another one. Oh, go ahead. Can I just... Can I just say real quick, uh, stupid me, when you said bookmakers, I thought of like a binding book press of course then i figured out the context okay well you know uh it's late and we've been talking for a while you know and we just appreciate you coming on the show honestly we do you know um so it's fine yeah i love uh, me some you lincoln county west virginia a man is accused of attacking his own brother with a sword why his own brother i guess swords thicker than blood Oh, uh, and then shooting him himself afterwards he will oh, face multiple charges what's up with this a lot of people attacking people and then kill, trying to kill themselves uh well why wait why would you attack someone with a sword and then shoot yourself with the gun quick of death <laughs> that seems highly impractical but okay all right anyway uh then shooting himself, he will face multiple charges once released from the hospital. Deputies with the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office say Friday night, Jeffrey Lee Turley, 32, from Ranger, used a samurai sword to attack his brother, cutting several areas of his body and severely wounding his left arm. Shit, what was he doing? It happened at the family house uh, on Bar- Barberry Road in Ranger, right before Thanksgiving. Oh, he was chopping him like that turkey. Mm-hmm. 
this is why a lot of people dread the holidays Mm -hmm. the fight began when Turley's brother whose name is not being released (laughs) but you should easily be able to figure out if you know his brother because it's his brother come on now try breaking up a fight between Turley and Turley's girlfriend she was probably like how come this is the first time I'm meeting your parents at Thanksgiving and we've been talking for three years and why do they keep saying you brought another girl up here last year Mm-hmm. and then his brother's yeah. like can you guys break it up man this is crazy i'm trying to watch some football and then he was like where's my sword okay we go from zero to ten in sword world <laughs> there is no nuance to our debates oh it's not Mm-mm. when medical person They're like amber with guess the race mm-hmm. well, i mean with, don't, don't fuck with black people yeah only zeros and a hundred for amber that's all you get only zero to a hundred with sword owners too when medical personnel arrived to treat his brother, Turley pulled out a shotgun and fired rounds while children were present. And he said, Merry Christmas, children. You are present. When <laughs> ah! shotgun shells is what's under the tree this yeah, week. If Santa come, I'll shoot his ass too. When deputies arrived on the scene, they say Turley took off. Uh, isn't it ironic that his name is Turley and it's Thanksgiving? It's like 1K. Away. Just like take From that. Turkey? Yeah um he was found close by with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his chest <laughs> turley will face a long list of charges including attempted murder domestic battery and assault on ems workers the victim was transported to logan regional medical center for treatment that that's the worst part of being in the ems right god try you show up to help a guy tries to fucking kill you mm. now i gotta drive his ass to the hospital man that'd be the slowest ride back ever come on dog. we hitting all the stoplights mm-hmm. all I'm under the speed yeah, i'm letting people pass i'm like nah just go ahead man it's cool uh turn the signals up lights off turn the siren off mm-hmm. i turned the radio up so i wouldn't have to listen yeah. to the screen oh i'm dying back here you should have thought of that before you shot at me you motherfucker ain't that the truth we're taking a little scenic route back to the hospital we ain't going the highway. We're going the back road. I haven't seen my grandma in Thanksgiving this week. Let's let's stop by her house first. Can we, uh, we handle your issue? <laughs> Tur- yeah, get a to-go plate. <laughs> Turley also remains in hospital in intensive care uh, unit at CMAC Hospital or CAMC Hospital. Both men underwent surgery. Uh, according to deputies of the Logan County Sheriff's Department, domestic disputes can be the most dangerous situations officers can face. Make sure that you stay safe above all and that then you can handle the call and make sure that innocent people and bystanders and whatnot, other people that are involved are also safe, said Deputy Casey Shepard. Um, so yeah, guys, that's brother against brother on Thanksgiving because they couldn't keep the source to themselves. Amber, it has been a pleasure as always to have it you on has. the show. I love having Amber on. I feel this like this was having, fun. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we had a little delay there, but um, yeah, we appreciate you coming on, and um, you know, make sure people go check you out, uh, blacksexygeekyandmental dot com or uh, amberpodcast dot com also, mm-hmm. and Amber Podcast on Twitter. You guys can follow her there. Yes, and uh, see what's doing in the world of of Amber P. Man, she's always talking about something. Mm-hmm. Check out that uh, next black chick watching on Louie um at some point mm-hmm. um. And now I have to ask you this with black chick watching. Do you like, say you do black chick watching for season uh, three of Louie, right? But then there's like two more seasons after that. If anything significant were to happen where you were like, Oh, 
this now has remarkably improved or whatever you know like if anything like that happened would you go back and do another black chick watching or are you kind of like nah whatever i said stands at, at the time i said it and that's it No, it was, I did that with Doctor Who in reverse. It was really awesome when one producer was doing it and then it got bullshit. So it got a different rating. So I would just be the era of blank and see whatever that new thing that made it awesome. And the, awesome. Oh, you got cut off just a little bit after you said the new thing that makes it awesome. Uh, then it would be a new era and I'd judge it on that. Oh, all right, cool. Just want to make sure everybody got to hear it. All right, man. Well, we'll be back tomorrow at five. Uh, you know, same bat time, same bat channel and all yes, that good sir. stuff. Um, make sure you go to Adam and Eve, use code TBGWT. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. So until then, I love you. You do, baby. Mwah. <laughs>